Hello and welcome back to and just like this is an extra special episode with two guest stars. Journal Nova. Hello. And Evelyn again. Can't believe Fox. I could afford my rate a second time. <laughs> We're back again, girlies. We are here today to talk about season two of the whole, our thoughts, our grievances, mm-hmm. our hang-ups, jizz, B1. Um, so to introduce, we have Donald Nolan. Donald is basically the best Annabelle Bronstein in person you'll ever meet. <laughs> they are a Soho House interior designer. Um, we met, I think, six years ago oh, wow. on St. Paddy's Day. Oh, Iconic. Um, so Donald, to introduce yourself, which Sex and City character would you say you are? Well, now that you've introduced me, Annabelle Bronstein. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I was, uh, I, I, I feel like when I watched Sex and City, I always thought it was more Charlotte, but mm. in, in my, I don't know, uh, blossoming, I think mm. maybe more Samantha. Oh, <laughs> oh TG, yes. you made the right move, I'm glad. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Annabelle Bronstein. Oh, yeah. fabulous. Like the Troy Savan song, you'll bloom, you'll yeah. eventually bloom, <laughs> you bloomed into yourself. Exactly. And then we have a very tricky question where... Everyone's going to have this question. So which Sex and City episode is your favourite? Or one of your favourites? Very, very controversial thing to ask, but... It is. <laughs> uh, starting with me, yeah. Starting with you. I... So I think... I, I initially thought of, and I think we spoke about this before, but about um, the, the real me, the fashion show one, but uh, I think when I was thinking about it again and thinking about other ones that were maybe... I don't know, the ones that I continually go back to to watch mm. uh it was the delure exquise the season finale of season two mm. when basically she wears a bear beret and throws a filet of fish at Ugh. big um, <laughs> and also we have and the this starting scene where they're in the snm restaurant with samantha oh um, yeah which is and i think one of the reasons as well is because that's the same episode as big tool for you with stanford <laughs> and uh, watching that i think as a young gay person was because it's quite, it's, he doesn't get many storylines, especially yeah, at the start, yeah, yeah. and it's quite a nice thing, and it was very, I remember watching that as like a teenager, thinking it was outrageous, but uh, <laughs> quite. And now you are just Wait. Like, <laughs> No, I am not. Rick 9 plus. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think actually that's one of my favourite, and yeah, the filet fish is just, is, you know, I, and I, I've always, I've never had a filet yeah. fish because um, I'm vegetarian, but I... <laughs> I want to have one purely because of that. Just to throw it. Just to throw, <laughs> just to throw it on a well-mounted TV <laughs> in a very expensive apartment. They're so expensive now, so... It's so uh, yeah. <laughs> but Honestly. yeah, so I think... And it has a great, fabulous French name, the episode, which is <laughs> just, you know... Filet of fish. Yes. Filet. Filet. Apice. But yeah, so I think that, yeah. Currently, anyway, that would be... Good, good choice. Um, we have Evelyn back again last time we had Evelyn on the podcast it was honestly one of the hottest days of the year and again it's also one of the hottest days of the year Evelyn you just bring the heat she brings the heat Um, last time we had you Evelyn on the podcast you said you were a cross between Samantha and Charlotte from the Six and City universe Mm -hmm. where do you sit on that now definitely in my Samantha Samantha era I say I definitely switch between all of them <laughs> yeah, I think as, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. depends, depends on where you're I mean I'd be very intrigued as has, has anyone ever said Carrie <laughs> 
I do if I'm in my particularly awful. If I'm, if I'm manic, yes. I think if you're like, yeah. if you're very honestly neurotic and uh, self-aware, maybe. Oh yeah. Well, but I thought about <laughs> you're it. Not self-aware. You... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do think it's. I often wonder like who says that because I feel like I didn't even want to say semantic because it's so typical. Everyone oh, wants to be okay. Yeah, I know. But at the same time, I don't know. I think uh, admittedly we're probably all a bit of character. Solid so. choice. No. Uh, and then Evan, no, no. which Sex and Sea episode is your favourite? Episode? Episode of Phil. <gasps> oh, <laughs> now that you say. <laughs> I am I am the blasphemous one where I I really love the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the first, the first <laughs> movie. Yeah. You have to Listen, I, I don't know how to defend this. She's <laughs> right. You, you defended it quite well before you were like, you came into your own you watching the film like I'd, I hadn't seen your... like I hadn't grown up watching Sex and the City religiously I'd yeah. seen episodes here and there I'd yeah. picked up on like context clues as I was growing up yeah and then the movie came out and I think I must have just been like I feel like I've never given this a proper chance <laughs> let, me watch, let me watch the movie and then I watched the movie and I was like oh, I need to go back love it yeah love I mean it. I think as I, uh, how old were you when they came out Dare I ask? Or, what or roughly, I don't know. I think we're like 13, 14. So I went to go see it with my, my mum and my and sister. And Evelyn is a bit younger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a bit Jane even... Were you allowed in the cinema? <laughs> Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see when it came out. 2008, because it was when we had... It was the financial crash. Yeah, so we were very much like... Being fucked over. Yeah, we were. Uh, Mel... My favourite episode of Sex No, no, no. Who are you today? Hello, callers. I am... <laughs> so, I dissected this earlier. And you know the episode where they go to the baby shower and they all sit in the car? Uh-huh. I looked at, I looked at a, like a photo of them sitting in the car and I thought, Miranda, I'm very neurotic and overthink some stuff time to time. But Charlotte... Charlotte, I'm gorgeous. True. Uh, Samantha, I don't give a shit great about bangs. men. They, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do you know I do? Bangs. Yeah, I do model my bangs on Samantha now, so that's a double whammy for Samantha. Mm-hmm. Carrie, and this was very torturous because you touched on that. No one wants to profess to be in a Carrie, and I think I'm a Carrie because I love to talk about myself. Can You're we a just? Millennial. Can I just hijack this podcast right now? Oh, oh sex negative queen, <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. I'm so sex negative. I'm so. <laughs> I agree with Carrie. I hate sex. I'm very anti-sex. Uh, and then, what is your favorite Sex and the City episode? My favorite Sex and the City episode is the bait of married pigs. Oh yes. Mm. So this is really weird, but for a year I had a, a an alarm which is called the Cold War. And I couldn't figure out what it was, and I screenshot it like to Luke, and I sent a photo to Luke. It's like, why the hell is my like alarm the Cold War? Because why would it be the Cold War? And it's because I watched the Bay of Married Pigs when I was fucking pissed and like <laughs> fucking drunk off my tits. And do they have the song? No, they just had this like it was a really like because I'm perpetually single and I love being single. I don't really want to settle down. Thank God. I don't want to. One of my best friends are yeah. I don't. I do not want anyone in my house. I do not want to like have an hour where I'm not enjoying myself at any time. Um, and I said it to Luke. I was like, Luke was like, oh, that's an episode of Sex and City. I was like, oh, I must have just watched when I was drunk and I just set it as my alarm for the rest of time. The whole story oh. of the Bay of Married Pigs is that the Cold War is like the singles against yes. the married people, and it's a whole big thing. 
Northern Ireland. Oh my god! I was like, oh, so, yes. And they mentioned the whole Irish thing, like the Irish people understand what the 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 Cold Think War's of. like because they're like, we're going to war. It's just like. Oh, perfect segue. We talked that about this before. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. One of the most problematic things uh, as an a Irish lotta, person. Lotta, yeah. lotta. But again, one of those shocking things that makes the original show just when people watch it be like, what is she talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, to die for. But yeah. I would prefer to have those random snippets of just nonsensical stuff versus being them too safe like they were and just like that. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, I think, again, what makes we'll get to it but and just like that's so chaotic it would have made a lot easier had we have had a narrative voice to kind mm. of string I stuff together because it was very and I know Michael Patrick King was talking has said many times that they didn't want uh, people to be told what to think so they were like you know the whole point of it just like that was supposed to be that they could yeah that you could interpret whatever you want but everyone else is just sitting there like what is going on <laughs> and why are these mm. stories tenuously linked together and uh-huh. um, I think we're happy to be told what you know, we need it. Yeah, give us a handhold. Yes, exactly. we'll follow. I can only think so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, I just no thought. So me today, I would say, I say, I'm, I'm, I would say, I feel a very a bit like Carrie today. I'm feeling very hot, overwhelmed, and a bit. Um, uh, I'm going to adopt a cat at the end of this. <laughs> and my favorite episode is Are We Sluts? Oh. You fucking bitch! You fucking whore! Oh, oh, I think that's my one go-to where I watch all the time and. Charlotte just getting ploughed and being called a fucking bitch of fucking whores. Iconic. And still bizarrely being so upset by it. I know. Which I'm like... I love when Samantha was like, maybe because he was fucking you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how into I was a person. If somebody, if somebody was like, oh, I'm not that into you called me a fucking bitch of fucking whore. I'm like... <laughs> I know. But it's when he was coming. As in like, it's, you yeah. know, it's, it wasn't just kind of a casual comment. Was it like PTSD? How did he have it? it he, like... he, in the episode, said like he had no idea he was yeah. saying it. And it was like a blackout moment. Yeah. It was like, you know, so it was down to his trauma. Mm. It's like, I, I saw a thing on Reddit once where it was um, this poor woman who was like, my, hus- my husband um, called my vagina a bussy as he came. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, me and Mel have compiled a list. We have not spoken with Donal or Evelyn this list so we far. Don't speak to them. We are going to get their feedback as soon as we go through the list. So, we've listed the best of the worst of season two episodes. And in Number one, we have February the 14th. This is our favourite, probably our favourite episode because we had Samantha Irby wrote this episode, who's mm-hmm. probably the only person who's able to write on the show. She should be the showrunner, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Ada Returns wears that iconic, beautiful jacket. <laughs> Charlotte eats prop, uh, pot brownies and realises she needs to go back to work. And Drew Barrymore has um, Giuseppe on her TV show with his big old... Um, what do you guys think of February the 14th? Would you rate it as number one? I, I definitely wouldn't as number one. It was not my number one. <gasps> Partially, as I'm sure we're going to discuss, was not a fan of Aiden coming back at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the mm-hmm. kind of... And, and the, the whole thing about the... Um, I actually didn't rewatch that one because it wasn't even my uh, one of my favourites. So <laughs> I think when I... 
the when I initially watched it and the whole thing about them sitting in the restaurants next to each other, it was very kind of predictable and not very interesting to watch. Um, and I was like, and why did they they stretched it out till the end? I just I didn't know why. They really did stretch out it and to the end of the episode, but that's why I liked it because he was barely in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously, yeah, he looked bizarre in that barber coat. That barber coat was yeah. the most <laughs> memeable thing of the show. I think that sh- that giving you body. That- <laughs> Shit with that belt. <laughs> that I think that like scene basically just got gave them a season three, just like. But I'm actually curious to know why you liked it as your favorite. I just felt it was like it felt like the most sex in the sea episode to me. Um, oh, I have a question. Question? Yes. Did you decide this list purely by combining your rankings of each episode? So, so originally, me and Mel. Mel rated this um, 5 out of 10. Can <laughs> <laughs> I stick by it? I'm, I'm being quiet. I'm being quiet. I usually gave this a 6 out of 10. But on retrospect, it just felt like the most... Stuff happened. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't feel like as chaotic as the other episodes. Like, the scenes weren't, like, constantly changing. It felt like it was a bit more, like structurally like felt a bit more calmer than the other episodes mm-hmm. i wouldn't say it was like my like the, my favorite episode but it just felt like more close to what sex and city was it we what we said in the podcast like it finally fell into the storyline like it was kind of like just like, like wah, 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 here then everywhere and then finally up this episode it kind of fell into like a long-term storyline and storytelling oh they weren't just going to throw that away in the next yeah. episode and i think yeah. when miranda goes on the date and it's like a really awful day she stands in the cat shit and it was like oh this is what like i was like oh this is it's fun this is Last like dating. Was being dating for you <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. So don't this, cancel me this is that episode right <laughs> yeah so the, i i loved that scene that I made it, that made it feel yeah. like sex is it again it was yeah. like oh all the awkward dates and like i was like oh it felt like a really realistic like new york apartment where it's like super small and then yeah it was like miranda trying to test in the waters and it, and it harked back to miranda when she was the most like in quotation marks pathetic because like, yeah. the cat and the catnip and the cake at the bin and magda mm, it's kind of like yeah miranda made a different dimension which is quite yeah interesting. then number two we have trick or treat carrie dates the app bro um, Seema dates the penis pump man. <laughs> we have the Halloween party. Rock spotted in Korea begins, and LTW and Anthony go dancing at the trick or treat party. But um, I think this is probably our second favorite because again, it was written by Samantha Irby. It just felt like more f- joyful than the other episodes. Like the girlies were having more fun than. And it was the first scene that we saw them together with the Halloween party. Yeah, like they yeah. were there finally together. They were all dressed up. I think maybe they went together in one frame. Like LTW was dancing with Anthony, but they were but still it was the, the same, same scene. Yeah. Well, God. one of the, I mean, that actually, so that when you guys asked about our favourites, that was my number one of this mm. season. And uh, for that reason, it, yeah, very much to me um, felt like sex in the city in terms of the yeah. format and especially when Carrie met the tech bro went to his house his house was very nice which is always nice to see um <laughs> in the show and that kind of like very sporadic interaction that she had with him felt very like one of the other episodes of the yeah. previous scenes where she meets yeah, like David sure. company or something like that yeah because he week. like crashes into her on the bike it's a bit like when Charlotte gets hit by like Trey and remember when like Char- uh, Carrie is like going out and the guy like throws a cigarette and he like yeah. hits her leg and she's like ah what the fuck 
It's just like there's random meets that they like don't. It really felt like the on. jazz one as well. Like when she goes to that guy's yes. house and he just plays his jazz. It's Ray. Like, so yeah, like so far removed from like yeah. our reality. So it felt like indulging in that again. It's like having the Versus, boyfriend. Like, Mr. Big. Oh, it's like having boyfriend of the week. Like that's yeah. Mm. Sex and City was fun. Like there would be it, an episode and like men were disposable, which made the show so good. Yeah. And then it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't something you needed to read into very much. And it was like he was in it once, he's gone. And then yeah. got it. Uh, then number three, we rated. There goes the neighborhood. Uh, Karen Eden get kicked out of Che's apartment. Um, so they go looking for. So Carrie's basically like looking for a new apartment for them. Naya doesn't leave the house again and bakes. Um, LTW is pregnant. Random and Brady and L- uh, Lily fuck question mark. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think we like this episode because it was just fun to see Miranda and Charlotte like look like they were like actually having a fun time. <laughs> It was just like the camp quality that the show kind of misses and it was like them two walking around like It's not very often actually I was thinking about that that they have scenes alone No, yeah season, so. Even in Sex and the City we don't really like connect but then me and Mal were saying earlier it like makes sense for their friendship because they're the mothers in their like friendship Like in Sex and the City 2 the movie aka the best Best well, well the, the best movie <laughs> when they have that fight with Carrie outside when she's going to meet um, Aiden. Yeah. They're both going to go sip a wine and bitch about their kids. Mm. So it just made more sense that there would be more friends in this series, but they didn't. And go to that. Chipotle together. And go to Chipotle. So, was, order some remind me, was. Um, did Miranda catch them at the end of the previous episode or at the start of this one? No, no, no. It's mid episode. Mid episode, yeah. yeah. Oh. Because she at the start of the episode, she asked Lily to go over. To right. It's yes. kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was something uh, that seemed interesting about Lily and Brady sleeping together. And yeah. That never really went anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't actually, did they address that again? So they no. wanted to allude to it. So the writers were like, we don't want to explicitly say they're sleeping together, but we want to have like, the whole fun and caper. Because they think... to be like, oh, then are they hooking up? Aren't they hooking up? Because yeah. that's... Maybe as a teenager, you used to do that quite a lot, which I don't want to give them too much credit as writers, because I'm quite surprised. <laughs> because you shouldn't. Yeah, we shouldn't. But when they said it in their writer's podcast, it's like, oh, okay, that I think they didn't go into it too much because everyone complained about how much Brady was having sex in season one. So they were just okay, like, we don't yeah. want to keep going into Brady having sex. Like, yeah. I think Brady should be struggling with his sexuality. Oh! And Lily's just helping him through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just want everyone to be gay. This Miranda comes out. She's like, Lily, are you able to walk? She's like, Brady just keeps fucking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> keeps calling me a twink. Keeps calling it a bussy. <laughs> More anal sex. More yes. anal sex. Like that. Um, number four, we ranked uh, episode alive exclamation point, which is who we had Evelyn on last time. Woo! Uh, Arguably the best episode of the pod. <laughs> yes. Question mark, question Until mark. now. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, Carrie goes to Edith's party and they become PayPal's. Che, Lyle and Miranda attempt their threesome. Victor Garber offers Charlotte a job. LTW and Herbert have their anniversary party. And um, Harry has his um, ghost semen. He, his cum just doesn't come. <laughs> Cease to exist. Um, this episode's fine. Like... I, I, the not highlight, but the thing I remember the most about this episode is that 
dinner party where I was like, why is this 20 minutes of this like mundane dinner party? Yeah. Well, I, I had no idea of where, and we were supposed to feel sorry for LTW because she forgot to order no the expensive idea. catering or something. I, and they forgot to invite uh, everyone. Yeah, and I was like, nobody really cares about this. I think it was an anniversary party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I just think that, yeah, watching it, I was like, I really don't Such care. I mean, his, uh, her uh, mother-in-law yeah. was slightly interesting and kind of amusing, but then not really not given enough. enough to to te- uh, to sink our teeth into as a, yeah. like, what, when you're watching it. So I, I was just very confused. And I think the best mm-hmm. thing of this episode is the kids went to um, summer camp. Yes, however, and I remember that, and I was like, yes, finally, the I kids agree. are gone. Like, we, maybe they'll be gone for a couple of episodes, and they kind of, Back. they start reappearing anyway. Because even when yeah. the kids came on, I was like, oh, my God, we have 20 new characters. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle any more characters, and they start talking about the kids. Um, like, do we even know LTW's kids' names that they've been mentioned? Herbert Jr. Oh, yes. <laughs> Herbert Jr. 1, Herbert Jr. 2, Herbert Jr. 3. LTW Jr. LTW. I think it's a thing that I find it... Little you. All the kids in this, are for me, maybe it's just... I find it very hard to watch them. They're very like spoiled like, yeah. yes I, interesting but yeah. like they should lean into them being spoiled like if they're like brats make them like the most bratty brat like well, they, they try, they I don't. feel like they tried to do that a bit with Lily and I yeah. like especially when she was selling, <laughs> selling her clothes yeah. the power of privilege yes of course um, and yeah. I think they try to do it but then they don't do it in a way that it's enough for us to, yeah. to in any way either sympathise or not like them or, you know, it's kind of just become something that's a bit irritating. Yeah. yeah. The world we live in is like, you can't view this really as entertainment while it's just kind of, you can't help but be reminded that under all of this, it's like, yeah, but like, I don't care about your problems. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So like Monday, like oh, your I'm, kids. I, listen, <laughs> face level, I like... Base level, face yeah. something. I don't know, whatever. Like when you have like teams call with like your friend, like colleagues who have kids, you have to feign interest that like, you don't oh, care, and that's how it felt. Like you said, yeah. Lynn, like yeah, that's yeah. how it felt to like talk about <laughs> when, the kids. When you're, when you're, but no, but I mean more in the sense of like when you're that rich, and like understandably, these problems they must be so difficult, but like. I'm supposed to sympathise. Yeah. yeah. Why should You're I? You're so rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's things like, I remember, I don't know, is it that episode where, where Rock's ordering 20 million things from Uber Eats? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of a joke and we're all just like, like it's something that, yeah, maybe for all of us it's a bit hard to, uh, in any way, kind of think is amusing when you're a bit like, yeah. Mm. I don't think it resonates with a lot of people, unless maybe with more of the... My Sorry. Amazon account used to be linked to my family and it once accidentally went through to my dad's card instead of mine and I I shouldn't be alive right now. The, <laughs> power, the power of <laughs> Highlights of this episode is Enid's return. Enid pretending she doesn't see Carrie then awkwardly is like, oh no, I did see you. I'm sorry about your husband's death. After oh. Jackie goes to the bathroom for yeah. the Hollandaise thing, that was disgusting. Oh You're, like, it was in the fr- I remember that. It was the start of the episode and I remember that Candice Bergen was going to be in it and I was like, oh, you know, excited by that. And then she's having lunch with Jackie, which obviously nobody likes Jackie. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then he starts speaking about his bells and runs yes. to the bathroom. Go no, check no, no, no. But then Steve topless. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the only yes. time I think we see that, is it? It is. Yeah. Is this um, when he's pounding the... The, the, the punching bag, thing? yeah. <laughs> the fitness thing. Yeah. The, the fitness. Um, yeah. I mean, I quite... I, actually, because that was... Uh, that was one of the earlier episodes, wasn't it? Mm. Um, 
kind of, I think. I think and I think we were surprised seeing Steve. They were like, oh, oh yeah. okay, we'll take this. It was episode four. So, yeah, yeah. So, and I think it was when they were starting to address all of the mess that Miranda had made in yeah. season one because they kind of glanced over that when she was, you remember, she was in the cab and she was going to Cleveland mm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and she was like, I'm in a movie or I'm in a rom-com. I was mm. like, and then, but like not acknowledging everything she had yeah. done. Um, so I think it was quite good that they tried to address that because yeah. it was a bit unrealistic to think that she could just go off with Che and forget about yeah. the life that she'd yeah. made. Because they've not really like acknowledged it to Brady at that point. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of depressing. This is our uh, fourth best episode, and this is a pretty shoddy episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> all downhill from here. Moving kids. on, episode five, we ranked uh, the fifth best episode. We ranked The Last of a Part One. Um, Wyatt, Wyatt um, Aiden's uh, youngest child, cop blocks his dad yet again. We find out Stanford is a monk, Charlotte gets super drunk, and Che does stand up again. I'm very intrigued about what we thought about Stanford. Hated it. <laughs> I'm going to say I hated it. It was so disrespectful. I was in I was in two minds about it because they had made a funny choice in season 1, the way yeah. the way they did that and I obviously they needed to rectify it some way. Um and I know at the end of that because they kind of did a cheers to him with like a cocktail and I think that was them supposed to be like sending him off but obviously yeah, in a yeah. very strange context of making him a Shinto monk yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. with the strange photoshop um, <laughs> but, it's like, but, it's, but it's one of the only times that you could maybe even like understand the photoshop <laughs> but it doesn't stop them from like every other photo is like it's Pixar. It's like, it's just... Silly. There's yeah. literally Photoshop AI. together. Photoshop <laughs> yeah, AI and you could literally be like, Stanford as a monk. And why does Tammy have a photo in the first place? Surely it'd be on her phone? That's... Tr- well, well, maybe well, perhaps not from a Shinto monk. Yeah, it's true. How you sent that via carrier pigeon. Did he, like, print it himself? Carrier pigeon! Carrier pigeon! I find it hard to believe that one of the Shinto monks doesn't have a phone actually now yeah. at the shrines. Oh yeah, I think it's one of them is not on Grinder. Well, that's true. That's true. Probably still Stanford. Mm. Uh, but hang on that had um, the stand-up routine which is worth yeah. discussing I think because actually that was one of my favourite slash least favourite <laughs> I think it was really? a, I think it was the most like memorable awful iconic thing yeah. the show has ever done like, mm. this is when Miranda turns up yes Miranda yeah. turns up and she's late in her yes Slayton. and Che um, I think does so many wrong things and says so many wrong things that I think we this is why when we get to like the characters, I mean, I really, as many people disliked Che in mm. season one and still kind of don't see the point. My, after after this point, I don't see the point in Che. I think Che yeah. was built up as like quite cleverly, I think that we're not supposed to I think to they like built him. on that, that nobody liked Che to like che do it even more. Like the anterior, the like Mr. Big, like yeah. they are kind of a... The fuck boy. Uh, yeah. Fuck and I think they kind of did that well. Fuck them. And then, and, but as a kind of... I found it so hypocritical in so many ways of someone who's such a kind of um, pioneer of uh, kind of queer, yeah. um, mm-hmm. this kind of queer manifesto, and then kind of um, shaming someone who's exploring their sexuality and everything Crazy. they said about Miranda and saying, you know, yeah, basically commenting on them as a straight person when, you know, Miranda's still exploring that side of herself. She doesn't know. And she says that a few times that she's, like, sexually confused. Um, it gives a very, like, straight male comic. Yeah, completely. Like, who doesn't oh understand down. it. Completely. Trying to, like, 
joke his way around this topic that's like shut up Mm. And and it's interesting because I think watching it, um, I think some maybe some people. I don't know. I'm not a comedian. Um, I don't know if comedians would. You're, <gasps> <Don't> <laughs> <sorry. Yeah, laughs> I know. I'm you terrible. made me laugh. <laughs> that was time. another one. I'm terribly, yeah. terribly humorous. Um, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I don't know if comedians would. I know obviously everyone uses their their life as material, but I do think when you do it in such a hurtful way, and obviously they didn't know Miranda was there. Yeah. But I think um, I just remember being horrified watching that. It was yeah, but Chay, but Chay knew Carrie was there. Yeah. And even though she's a bit of a wet fish, you yeah. just putting her in a bit of an I, awkward No, I situation. think Carrie hates Miranda. <laughs> Secretly, Carrie is just not her friend. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not one to have opinions, but I just, like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You don't get what? what Chay? Like, I just did like, that, that whole thing of like, cut this, my brain went. No, no, it's like, no, no, it's badly written because... Carrie is so notorious bad. for being a bad friend and the way like her and Aiden just stared at Miranda and didn't confront Che or like, comfort, or, like, com- Miranda. Like, com- like, comfort Miranda was mm. crazy. Like how were the writers really looking at like like friends of I think even it, Aiden friends of twenty years actually, around the table. Because I I just I, the other night actually was watching, you know, the episode um where Miranda's mother dies. Uh, mm. My mother, my mother bored myself, yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, and how, it just reminded me of how close they are, you know, when the funeral scene and Carrie comes out and she like joins her in the aisle. And it was that thing where I was like, in that moment, like Carrie should have left with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should, yeah like, and that, that would have been a really nice scene if she had said like, no, I'm not listening to this. And then that, and then that Che kind of became disowned from the group and then was not in it anymore. And I think it would have been quite a nice finish yes. to Che yeah. instead yeah, of like yeah. inviting Che back in and then obviously we'll get to the last supper one but having them there is just completely Bizarre. it didn't make any sense that's so true like they would have been the perfect yeah just and, like, and they did it in done. a very strange way at the end too because then the Toby character comes in and then they kind of go home together and even that I was expecting them to say like no I'm gonna go home by myself because they mm. feel bad and they're like yeah come home with me and I was like it was just painting such a strange Bizarre. Yeah, character was like, and then a strong and B. It's like yeah, so I don't know what kind of uh, N B squared. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all six best episodes. <laughs> oh, slim pickings. Slim pickings. I think in season three, Chase should transition from non-binary to non-comedian. <laughs> See, I'm you glad I waited till the microphone was on. That was good. <laughs> um, seventh best episode, we have the last supper, the final episode of the season. Um, Naya finally leaves her flat. We have the return of Samantha. Um, everyone's at dinner, the random speaking about one thing they'll leave in the past in one word. Anthony and Seema getting fucked in probably not the best way. And LTW has a miscarriage. Woo! <laughs> That's a lot in one episode. It was. It was. It felt like a. I don't know. Felt like a bit of a slop of an episode to end the season on. Um, Should we? Um, I suppose start with Samantha. What yes. did we? What did we think of Dying Samantha's? Far yeah. What did we think of her return? Uh, terrible gowns. Awful. <laughs> I think Patricia Field styled it. I love the Fendi pearls. It was really, really gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful bags. <laughs> but the whole thing about, and I'm really on board, I'm very much on the side of Kim Trell and Patricia Field. But I was just so upset on this styling because 
later on, Cynthia Nixon, aka Miranda, wears the same kind of like silvery coat, and then Seymour wears this like weird like silvery dress. Really so like for like, like the kind of uh, the aesthetic was like so blown up to be like oh she's gonna look great and then she looked kind of whatever. Purse was gorgeous. I was I was um, I was like I was wondering about the purse as some kind of endorsement because she didn't move oh, yeah. it for the whole thing. It was hundred percent. Also, it yeah. was it's very strange. I mean, I love that she got paid. I don't know, like over a million for that million? to like literally not even stand up. <laughs> she didn't even stand up. She got to sit. She didn't get out fake of the taxi. taxi. Uh, with some strange background. Um, a bit like Mr. Big and Sex and City One. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get out, couldn't get out of the car. <laughs> sorry, I can't, don't sorry, don't hate me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't know. And the dialogue was very strange. It felt very, I think, I suppose from her point of view, she had one scene and they were like, go. And then she obviously kind of, not overacted, but I do think it was like, it, she, she had to kind of cram all the Samantha into like yeah. a minute that she... Every, that everyone wanted mm. over the past it was like a everything monologue. you said was correct I loved it, it <laughs> I loved it too I think Carrie's SJP made it a bit weird like the way she was like hey oh, London yeah. what are you saying lady mm. and it's like I don't like those two now that I know the drama I don't like them together no one was playing off anyone mm. no, no, no they were just like here's your they... lines perform here's your lines perform yeah. at no yeah. point did they interact oh my God, and they've got so world. much chemistry weirdly on scene but with these like cut from whatever they yeah. didn't have as much I think she was more hinting. weirdly but like more present in the first couple of episodes than just like that in the texting yeah I yeah. think the texting was more effective than that's that true. scene mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and they when you know they were uh, and it's speaking not, about it's, also it's she wasn't to do invited that to carry where she's already like just a bit disconnected at all times anyway true yeah. we were saying the like when we were reviewing the episode, we were like, it was so, such a long dialogue. We're like, darling, I went to get my flight, but I got on the flight, then the flight was delayed, and then the people that were working on the plane had to like stop. So they got off the plane, and then by the time I went to get another plane, it just wasn't worth me time. I actually, I actually did get confused. I was like, so your flight's delayed? Yeah! <laughs> like, or you're not, or your flight was cancelled. Like, what, what, what cancel. is the story? Yeah. And then what was the reason why yeah. she yeah, couldn't... So what the, was happening the next day that she couldn't come on the delayed flight? So the whole point was she was just going to come for like one night and then come back. Yeah. But the flight she was supposed to go on got delayed. And the people that, so if you were, if you're like an air hostess, you, I think you only have like, I think you have like six hours when you're on the flight. And after the six hours, you can like leave the plane. But because the flight was delayed by over six hours, the people who work on the flight could leave. But like, um, wouldn't you just say, I need to be back in London tomorrow. Now I can't make it. Exactly. Because like I was confused. Exactly. I was like, I was like, I, I, was like, I thought that's what was happening. No. No, it was more convoluted than yeah, that. Yeah, there was more to it. <laughs> yeah. it, it, was, it wasn't just, oh, I can't call I it. I thought it was, I have this thing, I have this work thing tomorrow, but I was <laughs> coming today, but the flight got delayed. So if I did come, I wouldn't have enough time to then catch my flight back. Mm-hmm. So what was the thing the next day that was so important that she couldn't come? Well, for work. This? Silly. I, I know. Uh, but, silly. but it wasn't clear. They, yeah. they didn't say. Like, yeah. So she like, said RSVP no to a party she was invited to. I think Michael <laughs> so Patrick King purposely made the dialogue awkward just because he fucking hates Kim Cattrall. He was like, I'm going to make her say... He fucking hates her. Oh, okay. So him, like, he, he's like, uh, Kim Cattrall and Darren Starr are, like, best friends. So Kim Cattrall and Darren Starr, who's the original showrunner of Second City, and Patricia feels kind of taken, like, Kim Cattrall's side. That's why Kim Cattrall bought 
Trisha Fieldback and Michael Patrick King and Carrie kind of just hate Darren Star and Kim Cattrall. But why do they hate them? Allegedly, well, I don't know. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, underwhelming. And at mm. the start of the episode, which felt very misplaced. I yeah. think they did that yeah, to yeah. subvert our expectations, but yeah, like, yeah, it just yeah, didn't yeah. work. But they're also not going to give her, like, the penultimate moment. They're not going to give yeah. her, like... Yeah. The moment yeah. But they should yeah. have. And I think that was very kind of obnoxious of them not to, because to be honest, that's what people cared about. People yeah, didn't yeah, care yeah. about I mean, they spent enough money on that. They might as well have. Yeah, but they should have. I mean, even with that scene, I don't know, maybe with the build up or something, they could have done it where it was the final. Yeah, they'd have been a nice cliffhanger. Um, she's like, darling, I'm just on my way to transition and then just bring like a really hot man. Like, <laughs> oh, no, it's really bad, bad. I transitioned the minor. Sam, the horniest man to ever walk. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Big chill for you. <laughs> so what else in that episode? Um, but I also think this Kim Cattrall thing, she should have been walking around Soho or something. Like it should have been more like, dun, 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 dun. and she was just sat driving through like the dead ends of somewhere Strat outside of Heathrow. I swear like. it was probably part of her thing. She was like, I'm not, I'm not even standing up. <sighs> you have so to pay me extra to stand up. Because you literally saw half the outfit and like, ugh. She was like, no, I'm going to have to pay more. I would have loved some, like, heels. ridiculous look. Yeah. But that's like, it, you too. Never yeah. Sing. You mm. never, like, like, I would have loved something that was just, like, so outrageous. I think we were all like, expecting that, like, big, that. like, a big hat. Or, it was a bit of know. a wet fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm glad she got her mini. Yeah. Good for her. Okay. Okay. Then for the her. episode ends with Carrie and Aidan mutually agreeing. Well, not really agreeing. Carrie and Aidan. Aiden's like, see you in five years, bitch. Not going to speak to you for five years. Because if you come to visit me, all I'll be thinking about is you. And my son, Wyatt, is going to probably crash again. Um, weird plotline. I, I, Stupidest I, storyline ever. I didn't, I didn't understand that at all in terms of, like, how how it was supposed to work. Uh, are they not going to talk to each other for five years? Like, exactly. how, like they, they have phones. So, like, how is that going to work in terms of... Maybe Aiden will become, like, the Samantha in season one. He's going to be like, send me your tit. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Yeah, and, and, and confused as well about where they're supposed to go. Like, is she going to do her own thing for five years? Bizarre. And also, who, who, season three is going to be in five years' time. Well, who plans anything five years in advance? It's so it's far, true. especially... And, like, they are all At in their, their age. Yeah, it's true, though. They are in that later stage of life. They're all doing different things. Like, and just know. like that, Aiden died. Well, yeah, but... If Five years is a long time in that in that in that in that. Imagine why it drives Aiden and then why it crashes again and kills Aiden. <gasps> oh, brain goes an Emmy. <laughs> so that's our seventh best episode of yeah! the season. <laughs> They've episode ranked. We have episode one. Met cute. Yeah. Fucking hated this episode so much. Hold mm. me closer, Tony. Strange, we, strange start to the season. Uh, the girls go to the Met except Naya, Miranda and Che. Anthony gets invited, uninvited, many, many a times. Homophobia. Miranda wears a strap on and all the girlies are banging while homie clubs are tiny dancer plays in the background. Just a uh, super shit. 
stop the season. It was bizarre. And it was one of the, I think it set a very strange tone of the whole season of like that kind of um, rich people problems kind of thing. Because mm. it was like, why are we watching all these people going to the Met Gala? And it was like yeah. so... Oh, excuse oh, me. Oh, yeah, they can use the, the rights for Met The, excuse me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, allegedly. What, allegedly. Why they are, can't afford to get sued. Yes, it's true. Why, why are we, like, why are we supposed to care about this? And then, because um, I was thinking about why this bothered me specifically with this. And I, again, going back to the old show, because when they use fashion in the mm. old show, it was kind of, if you th- think back to even the again we mentioned earlier the fashion show episode um the real me but when they mentioned fashion and they said carrie you know you love fashion like it's your thing even in the group felt like that it was carrie who was the one who loved fashion and that was her thing and now it's just like basic everyone loves fashion everyone knows everyone buys the most expensive valentino dress yeah and it doesn't feel like it makes any um, sense to the, or add any more depth to the characters because they all have so much money they don't know what to do with it so they buy the most expensive things whereas before it was Carrie's character who actually cared about it yeah so I feel like nobody even cares about the fashion they're all just kind of dressing up in it was like an extension things. of the personality this, this episode could have been like ugly damn that Charlotte was this episode could have been like oh, literally oh. a scene it literally could have been like a, a oh. really <laughs> this episode could have been like a five minute scene like mm. nothing mm. happens in this Episodes, but they did the again. I liked seeing her in the dress again. I just mm, yes, that's fine. LTW looked better okay. than Carrie in this. I episode. did. I think they put a lot of weight on that dress of like showing it again, and we're all like, we don't care. Yeah, uh, you know, we've seen it and we get it. Then we have number nine rank, um, chapter three, episode three. The milf list. Carrie reads her audiobook and gets COVID. Seema loses her Birkin and finds it. Che passes TV show. While Miranda's phone goes off, um, terrible, terrible. I I think this would have been probably my least favorite episode. Uh, even yeah, even worse. yeah, even more than this. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, I think I found this extremely dull and boring, and the COVID thing really bothered me that they were still talking about COVID. And, you know, <laughs> I couldn't believe that they brought another story about COVID. Um, and yes, Miranda, this where she lost her phone. Yeah. Again, yeah. don't care. It was like you know, and and then um, Seema losing the Birkin. Bizarre. Don't care, you know. It. It was very much peak, just random story. Yeah. Then, just thread into it, like. It was about losing something, wasn't it? Because yeah. they they were trying to again oh, trying yeah. to thread things together. Um, but why is it called Chapter Three? Like I know Carrie's reading her Chapter Three in the book, but like. The episode titles are fucking so shit for every single Like, it should episode. have been called Losing Your Something. Or yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so I think... I mean, there was a moment in that that I thought was nice when she gets emotional. Because I feel like... I think SJP is not very good at being emotional. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, she was, re- when yeah. she was doing the audiobook, me and Ma were like, this is actually... Yeah. Like, the writing wasn't awful. Yeah. And, like, she... Like, the... How the camera, like, panned her, like, zooming into her and stuff. It was, like... It was good. It was probably like it was kind of the ending of her grieving big, which which was nice to acknowledge again because yeah. it is a big. And sometimes this season has been very fluffy. Yeah, and I think that it's quite good to know to acknowledge that she has lost the love of her life. You know, mm. um, yeah. after being together for twenty plus years. So I think it's quite nice that they acknowledge that still. Yeah, I felt this episode was peak. Them 
forcing Miranda and Che on us though. Like the whole thing of like Che not answering the phone, yes. Che's husband, ex-husband, sorry, picking Miranda up. And it's like, we've acknowledged this relationship existing, whatever, like whatever. But the fact that now you've bring their husband into it, he's mm. quite close. It's like, what do you want us to do? Like, and that's the one really... friend you call. Yeah, yeah, that's the one friend you call, exactly that. Like, this is, you're kind of like making us as audiences, like you're retesting us. So and I also didn't really that enjoy was... that. I, I mean, I didn't really enjoy any of her being in LA. In LA. Yeah. So it was yeah. a very, like, so bored of this. It was like, get her back. Get her off yeah. the soundstage. Yeah. <laughs> then the 10th best episode. <laughs> <laughs> we should have gone back to front. Uh, bomb Cyclone. Charlotte shops for condoms for her little shitty privileged daughter, Lily. Power. Uh, power privilege. Carrie goes to WidowCon and takes Che... LTW was awarded at the MoMA and does a big walk. Miranda gets broken up with twice and Harry wears a wig. <laughs> I I would have, again, bumped this way up in the list for me purely because of that ridiculous snowstorm scene where they're all wearing ridiculous things, which mm. I, it was so over the top that I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the whole episode being ridiculous, and the widow con thing was just like... Like stupid. No, I hate this episode. <laughs> now, I, you gave this a num a one out of ten. No, I said it's a dictatorship. They say it's democracy, but I know. But when does it? When I didn't know what was to come, I would have said this is a bit higher. I just like it. Just goes to show, like the show, the best things of the show is like sometimes just the fashion in it, and that's kind of the thing that kind of elevates it. But like also like doesn't elevate at all like doesn't I mean, add I, anything to the I story I like when they're to... indirectly camp and I think that was just that it was absolutely ridiculous um, LTW with that hat on and yeah. Yeah, it was like that That was hilarious um, I, I really enjoyed that bit mm. then the worst episode of <laughs> season 2 we have 100 years ago Carrie asked if Mr Big was a big mistake Charlotte and the belt and um, Miranda starts her internship. Um, I think I, the Mr. Big was a big mistake was kind of the thing that made us believe. And the belt. I really just like the belt. Thing it was really show. like I'm very, yeah, interested in that. Can you elaborate on the belt? On the, I thought it was just so fat-phobic. Really? I, re-watched, I re-watched that scene on like a little recap today and it's like the way it concludes is just her and I can't remember the name of the other actor. The colleague? Yes, who like who she looks she looks to and is like a bigger woman and she has yeah. a mid midriff out. Yeah. yeah, so it's almost kind of like, oh, it's okay because you're so big and fat and huge. So <laughs> if you can do it, I can do it. And it's like, uh, yeah, because she's a um, Broadway actor. Oh, yeah, I think so. I've seen her yeah. like do Broadway stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was very like, so, so rude. Good. So I actually was very confused when I watched it. I didn't like. I didn't catch on to that story that yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what we were like I, and that, because then I think I was so shocked I was like are we supposed I, I had to be like are we supposed to think that she's I was so immediately shocked. after she takes off the spanks and throws them away I was confused she? as well because she takes off the belt and then she's like oh I'm just going to wear it like this and then puts the belt back on I was just very confused I was like what yeah what, but what all, all of this for a new what? look gown all Even of this for a new look shirt <laughs> like what were you going out yeah going out to Oceana in yeah. like 2010 <laughs> crazy like it's not even Maybe chic you. 
I was in 2010, I was 20. <laughs> I wasn't legally allowed now. <laughs> I was getting my soda and, what was it called? Uh, Sidey on black. <laughs> and need my uh, thing to be cinched in. Um, and yeah, I was so dealing silly. with year 11 drama. <laughs> year I think one of the best things of this episode, Charlotte's going back to work and the scene where Carrie and Seema are outside and they both have wet hair and Seema's like kind of grilling. So Carrie. I loved that scene. Yeah, that was that a, a really scene. good scene. But I think the thing that makes it bad was like, it was so exciting to have Charlotte go back to work but it was like so over like cast by the weight shaming it was just like yeah. oh my god we've wanted this like storyline for so long like stop saying like Charlotte's fat like this Charlotte is so annoying care. no but yeah. the only thing I did like was that when you uh, what I think they captured was when you go back to or back to work or yeah. uh, you're going to a new job you know it's all about first impressions and she's looking yeah, at yeah, old yeah. pictures of herself and I think mm. as you get older that's really hard to deal with yeah. and being like oh I was yeah, so skinny in my late 20s or early 30s um, so I, and I think lots of women must feel like that especially after they've had yeah. kids and things like that so I think that it was nice that they did that but then I was just very, like very surprised in the direction because I was thinking there was well, a much how... more intelligent way to go about it yeah, mm. yeah 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 and I think at the start they led up to it fine and it's like the conclusion should have been ultimately it doesn't matter what you wear just uh, be good at your job and and wear whatever you feel I think the thing is wear whatever you feel confident in so like what annoyed me from it was was like wear something else like mm-hmm. you don't feel good yeah. in that dress so wear something else and she gets very upset with the, the shop assistant who comes in with the moomoos mm. um, <laughs> understandably in the way it's done but I think that you know ultimately I mean, she had the right message in that if, you know if you don't feel comfortable Else. She could or, have been so chic, like a Molly Goddard, for yeah. example, like so, like poofy, like yeah. kind of you've seen. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Like, Colin Charlotte Fash. No, <laughs> no. But if she's going to be still like being fat, <laughs> then the ruffles, which is more like notoriously of this designer, then that's perfect. But it's 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 not about being fat. It's about having parts of your body that you don't like and that you want to accentuate. But other then parts fashion of your body. now has evolved to be like there is stuff that can. And I don't like, know if Charlotte would wear something like that. I though. know, but then she needs to be fucking more cooler because she's working okay, in an art gallery. That's what she picked out. <laughs> yeah. but hopefully, yeah. hopefully if there's, <laughs> perhaps that can develop in season three because I don't know what else we have to look forward to. But that could be something <laughs> that gets um, developed. Like she... yeah. I think Charlotte's outfits get better towards the end of the season. I'm not a fan the of the poofy shoulders. Yeah. Um, it's just very mm-hmm. quaint. The maze. Yeah. At least it's not mm-hmm. the pink belt. Uh, it's true. It's, it's true. like almost... Kath Kidson. Yeah. yeah. Kind of but that's kind of her brand. Yeah. Like that it's is kind of that. her brand. Yeah. Like so. if she lived but she here, she lived quite in sleek. Sutherland. And also her act this is quite controversial, but her acting was quite sleek and she could do all this eye acting. Yeah. When yeah. you look back at the movies this and season, the series. No, can. but no, but and I think she kind of changed her acting It's controversial. So when you look at Charlotte Act now, but Kristen Davis act now, she's very different to how she acts. She could just say a thousand words with a stare. And now she kind of has to be really like... So when she came back and was drunk, for example, yeah. after having those like frozen margaritas, she was so... Im- it wasn't great acting. And it's really oh, sad like to see her. I know, but it's camp and it's kitschy and mm-hmm. it's so over the top and we love it. But it's when you watch older episodes and she's quite like with one stare, like when Carrie calls her out in an elevator in Dubai, she'd be like, mm. <laughs> like cutting versus being like, 
Yeah. And it's quite fun to see that, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, for sure, I think. I think she's been somehow better this season. Yeah, yeah she's improved. She's improved, yeah. But sure. yeah, season one was bizarre. Yeah, some... for sure. Are you liking the acting that is like, shock, gay, gay man loves sloppy drunk woman? Absolutely. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> knock, knock, it's me. Back me up. So what did we all think of Charlotte's story arc this season? She was trying to work out if her daughter had fucked Miranda's son. Um, she was going back to work. She got drunk. She felt fat. Then sold a painting to Sam Smith. <laughs> Not followed was... in her footsteps, kind of. Just, yeah. I think Charlotte is one of the only characters who, uh, well... I think was developed in a very good way. I think Miranda's yeah. a bit of a hot mess. Mm. And I think that... Hot mess. <laughs> hot mess. <laughs> and I think that she's... Uh, Charlotte is the only... Pe- I think she's... The show is addressing a lot of stuff that people commented on yeah. about her not working anymore, about her, you know, uh, her own kind of auto- autonomy as a yeah, woman. Yeah. And I think that they're addressing that now, which yeah. I think is quite good. What they need to do, yeah. I would agree. I think Charlotte's my favourite character at the minute, which is kind of depressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Carrie, how do you feel about Carrie? Carrie has, in my eyes, had like a personality transplant. Like, <laughs> no, Carrie... she was always really selfish. And I think it's really bizarre that um, SJP did this whole spin on Kim Cattrall and the whole thing about her being a selfish friend and then allowed like Carrie to be so such a bad friend. What do you mean? And like, why is Carrie written to be such an awful friend? Like, there's all within like this whole oh, this series, season. within this season, that like, she's such a bad friend and so awful. I thought, like, there's no redeeming feature of Carrie. She's just aggressively the worst. Well, I think in the in the kind of trajectory of the whole show of Sex in the City, I think there's only really a handful of times that she is a very good friend. Mm. Mm. Most of it she's not, I think. And most but then, because she was kind of skin when she was in Sex and the City, but now she's got the money. And this is what I talk about quite a lot, but she's got so much money and she can give, like, um, the kind of donation to, was it? Oh, for to the Enid. Yeah, to Enid. Like, oh. why, like, for example, Miranda. Where was the kind of like... Well, I, don't, I still don't understand why so she random. wouldn't have given her flat to Miranda instead of her Honestly. like living on Naya's couch. Yeah. Or whatever, the spare room in the bathroom. Like, I, do you think anything has to do with like Miranda not wanting to take that like on principle for some well, reason? Well, no. Maybe, why, but they should address like, that. Com- yeah. Surely. I... Listen, put me in the room with the writers. Yeah. yeah. We'll Let's ring we'll them All 200 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to speak to all of them. I think the, yeah, the disappointing thing is Carrie and Miranda don't feel like friends anymore. Carrie and Che feel like closer friends than Carrie and Miranda. Mm. We said in the last supper, Miranda was sat at the opposite, <laughs> end, opposite end of the table to Carrie and Carrie's nearer to Che and Storm. Uh, is it Storm? Yeah. Yeah. They really tried to make Che happen. And, like, I just don't know, like, I just think the relationship between Miranda and Carrie was, like, the core of Sex and Sea. They were, like, the two that would always have each other's back. Like you said, like, Carrie ran up to Miranda at her mum's funeral and was, like, always there. And now, like, like Mar- Carrie, like... But also, like, the kind of... Uh, the external characters would influence what's going on and the, the forward stay with each other. But now, like, Carrie would just bring all the external people in for no yeah. reason. Like that in, that like, entire scene should have just been... Carrie and like the core 
that the dinner. Yeah, so and then the people around their it. Their interaction. Yeah. And so then true. the other guests experiencing it because it's like yeah, them like perfect. discussing stories and reminiscing about everything that had yeah. happened in that apartment. Yeah, exactly. And then instead perfect. of just like, oh, let me go around and include everyone in this moment because you're all equally special to this moment when Bizarre. you're not. Yeah, that's so much better. That so party, much better immediately. That dinner party reminds me of some awful work do where you have to talk to people that you don't really know and yeah, and then someone does some party game like what Carrie did about asking people to say a word, and I was just like, that is my nightmare. Of Annabelle Goldstein. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my one word, Annabelle. Um, no, it's it, I I I hated that scene of like should the combination we, of people was bizarre as well. Should we go all around the table and say one word that was all like one thing they should leave in season two? For season three, one word we all have can to I say. Can I do two? You can do two. Yes, okay. You just have to hyphenate it. Okay. Mine would be Oppression Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> they need to stop. They're not very good at doing it. They're not nuanced enough to do this. I don't know. Shoe. Shoe! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I disagree. I'm surprised, oh. I'm surprised you didn't say lizard. No. <laughs> that's, that's next. That's next. I do, I, I do not believe that Carrie would ever have a cat. I was really... Oh, yeah. Yes, agreed. I was really yeah, offended. Like, I was like, Carrie, I've always kind of resonated with that word. Like, when it, I remember that episode when Che brought it in. I, I thought Carrie was going to respond. Like, oh, how cute. Get it out of my house. Yeah. yeah it's and, like a rat. Yeah. A and yeah. she'd be like, oh, it's going to get hair all over my clothes. Get out. And so I was true. so disappointed in that. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, but she's, she's also, like, newly, severely lonely. I don't know, but like... But that I'm that person, not I, I love my little nephew who's a dog, but he's not coming into my flat. That's my flat. <laughs> the German Carrie, swab is done. Carrie, somebody gives Carrie a plant, like I think Aiden gives Carrie a plant, and then she's like, oh, I knew the plant wouldn't survive, and she just throws the plant away. And like um, like we were saying, like all the actresses feel like they're bringing their real life into the characters a bit too much. So like Sarah Jessica Parker feels like she's putting Carrie into her, like putting herself into Carrie so much. And Sarah Jessica Parker actually adopted the cat in real life. So she like did this Instagram post and she was like, I adopted Shoe. Like, this is actually my cat now. And it was like, oh my God, Carrie would like literally forget she has a cat. And it would, yeah. She'd go to Greece, the cat would be dead. Yeah. And just like Mummified that, gone. The shoe rack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think they've like kind of, uh, Carrie is not really Carrie anymore. She's lost of, her way yeah. as a character. And I think it's due to the narration um, and the fact yeah. she's not yeah, because yeah. I, I it dawned on me I think it was the last episode and I was like because a lot of the time she's forming these storylines because of things she's writing about in life yeah. and she's not writing anything exactly. so I think it, there's no connection between anything she's, she's not having all. any reason to link anything together yeah. yeah there's no cathartic like working through it exactly, like oh I've got yeah. this idea then this happened I'll have an opinion this happens have an opinion she's just literally having anything on her plate and it's a bit Right. You you two haven't said a word. Comedians. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we don't need comedians to comedians. bring comedy Agreed. into the series. Um, what is my one word they're gonna they need to leave from season two? Cheers. That wallpaper, surely. That wallpaper's gone. She's moved out. Luke's never gonna say that. Oh, I had one. I had one. Uh, I'm just gonna say Che. Oh yeah. <laughs> che, che passa. Che passa. Che passa. Che passa.